How can you build and scale your business while raising kids at home, maintaining your sanity, and making a big impact in the world, even when schedules are super busy and you feel like you're being pulled in a million directions? How is it you can stay motivated and not lose yourself or why you started your business in the first place? That is the question, and this podcast will explore the answers. I'm Nettie Owens, and welcome to the Momentum Accountability Podcast. I'm so excited to bring you Patty Pokercheck, and she is um, she is the owner of Small Biz Sales Coach. Um, first of all, you're going to love her. She's so much fun. Her stories are great, and the life adventure she has to share with us today, well, you'll hear it in a few minutes, but um, she's certainly adventurous. Um, so, Patty, tell us a little bit about how you help others. What do you, what do you do? Um, I'm a serial, a serial entrepreneur, a born entrepreneur for the last, I'm in my 28th year. I'm a survivor of about 17 startups, five in Europe, uh, 11 of my own, but a lot of them have been variations of being a business consultant. Uh, sales and marketing is all I do, is all I know. And I just figure out, I'm really lucky in that I just sort of figure out my, my sales gut knows and marketing knows just guide me to the right place. And so I put myself in the position of how do I sell Nettie? What's, what's your service? What makes you unique? Where's the easiest place for you to give the most value back to your clients? I actually don't consider myself a salesperson, though I've been selling for decades. I, I believe uh, my acronym for sales is sales is for service, adventure, leadership, entrepreneurship, and success. Oh my goodness gracious. I love that. First of all, that did not come up in your early conversations and I got to hear it again. Okay. So so, so first of all, since I learned how to sell as a shy introverted geek, to me selling is being of service to others. It's more like a matchmaker. Like it's not pushy at all. And I've been like that for a few decades. So, So a service a for adventure you just when you're in sales you just never know what you're going to find i've, I've been bar i've barcoded everything from fire hydrants to manure spreaders to like the our, our prime minister's desk and everything in between you, you name it you can have so much fun uh l for leadership because you have to lead your clients to what pays your bill so in a way yes you're selling but it's leadership because you go you have a problem you're not really sure how to solve it and that's where i as the expert come in so i have to be a leader and you lead through questions, and that's how you sort of control the conversation. Ease of entrepreneurship is that even when I was employed as a professional salesperson with a you know yearly target of millions, um, I I always figured this was my this is my this was my little empire I was selling. And as for success, because without sales, you have no business. Absolutely, I I'm gonna like post that one on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. End the podcast here because I just. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, I love that. And yeah. it flips sit around because so many people, and I know this isn't like, we're not going to just stay here, but so many people get stuck with the word sales. They say, I'm not salesy. They, you know, they, they have these like ideas in their mind about sales that don't align with who they are. And, um, by reframing it, by having that acronym, it just totally flips it on his head. And I, 
I just, I love it. So thank you so much for sharing that with us today. Um, and, but yet you have more. So um, we're talking about life adventures and you are just adventurous, but it doesn't sound like it was always that way. And there was something that happened that catapulted you into this, into this life that you live now. So tell us a little bit about your life adventure. Yeah, uh, you have to understand that I was like a mute introvert until I was 20 and left home. I came from a very um, uh, domineering mother, abusive mother, and it pretty much made me mute. So by the time I left, so I started blossoming, <laughs> becoming this character at the age of 20. But at 25, I had done everything. Like I was totally driven. I had my MBA. I had four years at IBM, like my blue chip finishing school. They forced me to learn how to sell. I wanted to make money, pay off my student debts, and then travel. And that was sales. So I got into sales for a year, um, made a lot of money at a young age, like an equivalent of 150000 at 25. And I saved 50 of that. And it was, but the ultimate, what came down to was, was, was the ultimate at IBM was to make this 100% club. When you made your target, it was 100% of your quota. So I went to it and it was just, a, I call it the pig fest. It was, you know, a horrible there were so few women in technology and so many men and that's it's the eighties. It was still the, you know, hardy, hardy. And I said, if that's, this is the ultimate goal is there had to be more to life than that. And what happened was the fear of, 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 of settling was way bigger than the fear of going on a one way trip by myself. And it was like now or never. And it was like, it's never going to be never. So now obviously, right. I'm 25. I have no dependents. I had a boyfriend who wanted to marry me, but it's like, I'm not the marrying kind. And it was like now or never. And it was now, it was now. So I had the money, I had the opportunity, I had the, 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 the drive to go. Mm -hmm. So I did. So you want to this, your one big scary decision. <laughs> And I love that name um, because after your one big scary decision, what happened? Um, so I spent a year traveling. I went to, I don't know, 20 countries, including communist countries where I got to really treasure. I'm, I'm Canadian, but I got to treasure my North American passport to freedom. And being a first generation Canadian from, you know, communist background, my dad was, you know, part of Russia. Um, I, I met somebody in Hungary, a communist country who didn't have the same freedom. So that was a real eye opener. But what um, I'm half German too, so I had friends in Germany. So at the end of the year, when I had to go back to work, I was like, you know, you know, I, I know Toronto, I know Canada. Twenty five years I spent there. Munich was so exciting. It's a beautiful place. I was learning German. Um, I thought I'll just stay for a while. So <clears throat> nine years later, I finally. <laughs> came home to Canada and 30 years later <laughs> I call it the 30-year detour I finally came back to my hometown which I never expected to be but never say never wow so I mean it sounds like if I'm, if I'm hearing correctly right you had done all of these things as a young person you had checked all the boxes and when you reached the top you looked around and you're like this isn't, this isn't what I wanted. This isn't what I expected. And so you were, you know, you risked making one big scary decision versus just settling, which sounded even scarier than that decision. How has that colored your life since then? Um, that's a, that's a really great question because 
that one decision really changed my whole life because I became this gypsy patty nomad. Um, I lived in Munich. I went to Frankfurt. It was in tech. So I spent a year and a half in Munich, a year and a half in Frankfurt, back to Munich. Uh, enough of Germany. I was going to go to England. I <clears throat> had a stint as a illegal immigrant. I had, you know, so you became really resilient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I had a, a German driver's license. British car and a Canadian passport and officially lived nowhere. So I paid no taxes or rent. So it was just, it was, it was complicated at times, but it was, um, <laughs> people say it's complicated. I don't think most of them are thinking that, but that's amazing. <laughs> for you. Amazing how you, if you know the system and how they work and how you want it to work, um, it, it was, it was just, it was, it was, you know, uh, you get so many holidays, you get six weeks of holidays. And if you give notice, you get another four to six weeks. So I was, you know, constantly traveling, experiencing different things and, and living in Europe is so much shorter or smaller. So mm -hmm. an hour flight and you're a different culture, a different language, a different way to drive. You know, I was, right. when I lived in England, I was forever switching blades and I was like, I'd wake up and go, where am I and which way do I drive? You know, it was, it was, it was exciting. It was, um, I met so many different people and had adventures. You know, part of my thing was pissing off Bill Gates. You know, he's a skinny little nerd. And I was his customer. He's supposed to be nice to me, but he, he just elbowed me away because I have a gift. <laughs> I love crashing, it. crashing software. I love but, it. Yeah, but it was, it was, um, uh, it, you know, and I think, it, you know, if I'd stayed in Toronto, married the boyfriend, I would have had the 2.2 kids, the white picket house, you know, a lot of money, but kind of boring, you know, just, it was. So how do you use this now in your business? I mean, you've, there's so many different iterations that have come out since then, but now what you're doing with your, with your clients, with your work, how does this show up? Uh, life without limits. You know, I look at everything. Um, so 10 years ago, I came back to my hometown where I knew nobody, had zero right. connections, had to restart again. And every time I started a new business, it was like, is this what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? Is this what's going to light me up? And so I, I, so since, you know, it's been 40 years almost since I said, you know, is this, am I going to live a life without regrets? Is this what's going to do it? And I, I challenge my clients, like when we say, you know, who's your perfect ideal client? Who do you want to work with? Not who do you make the most money from? Who right. do you want to hang out with? Because I think if you're not having fun, you know, my, my business card says have fun and make money. If you're not having fun, who cares about the money? Because I've made a lot of money and been very unhappy. Mm -hmm. And the more fun you have, the more money you will make. And fun attracts more fun. And people just want to be, you know, if you had a choice between boring or fun, it's like, you know, <laughs> who would you choose? I'd much rather be around you than Bill Gates. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> he's still, he's still a little nerdy. I know. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. I mean, what I'm getting is, you know, just being willing to start over, just being willing to, to, to see what's going on around you and saying, this doesn't work for me, but I'm try something new. Like, how many times did you try something new? You, you said that there were 11 startups on your own, plus well, another 14 or something that you mentioned, you know, yeah. being willing to just constantly innovate, try new things, meet new people, explore, um, really just buck against the status quo has, has kept what you're doing energized and, and exciting. And, you know, the ability that, to come up with the acronym of service, adventure, leadership, entrepreneurship, success, 
you can see that you can hear it in what you're talking about um it's just amazing and i'm so glad that you were willing to make one big scary decision that then you know changed the course and the trajectory of, of your life that is brilliant so oh. this is exciting sales um you know i i've been more recently as an entrepreneur talking to a number of different sales people and sales coaches and uh what you're talking about is uh, foundational and to I, to I feel like the shift that's happening in the world of business to having more meaningful sales and relationships and things like that. So if people are interested, you know, they're like, wow, Patty sounds like the gal for me. Um, I want to know more. How would they get in touch with you, Patty? Um, a small biz sales coach, Toronto, Canada. You just Google that or my last name. It'll be in the, in the notes, I yeah. suppose. Google my last name. I'm the only Patty Pokerjack in the world. So it's, it's me and my family, Patty Pokerjack. Oh so yeah, I know. So it's pretty easy to find, but smallbizsalescoach.ca uh, is the way. And um, yeah, I, I think it's, um, you know, making, making that big hairy decision, you know, does change your life. And it's like, what's the worst that could happen? You know, and especially mm -hmm. most people have a good support foundation. I was, I was like on a parachute without a safety for most of my life, just because of, of you know, being in new places. But you just find out how resilient you, you can be. And, um, and you know, it's, it seems as though, even though you had a parachute with no safety, you were okay. <laughs> I held my nose a lot. <laughs> it helped. And hoped and worked hard, you know. I, I mean, that's the, the immigrant work ethic, right? Right, it's, right. You didn't just wait for it to happen. You can't. You you did it. You're like, oh, this yeah. is working. I'm gonna make yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's like um, when I started in Germany, I just wanted to get enough money to live, to break even, to pay my rent and my expenses, and 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 and, and live the experience of living living and working in Germany. But within three years, I'd been headhunted to my third company and I quadrupled my salary to the wow. six figures. So, and that's in Germany where there was these many women, like, I mean, right. literally on She's one. Selling us two fingers, three fingers, right? <laughs> right? So, oh, yeah, right. I forgot to talk. <laughs> yes, I mean, well, one hand. <laughs> and like so the foreign female i barely spoke german um i had everything going and i didn't know how to act in germany there was there was no women professional women they were you know like they would say which man are you calling for so i faced gender discrimination for the first time and it's like what do you mean you want to talk to a man I, I, it's my job you know right. so um but it's just you you just persist and go oh, well no if you don't want to deal with me, not my problem, you know, not my problem. You're lost. You're lost. Wow. So, um, yeah. I can see where that has served you well, like with every, with every next step that you've taken. Oh, that's right. Never take it personally. It's just, uh, I always figure if you don't want to deal with me, it's your loss, you know, not mine. <laughs> and so. I have to agree with that because you're pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so are you. Thank you for, for having me on this podcast. And you're so the message. Awesome. What would it be like if you could find a way to grow your business and be available for your family? It may seem impossible now, but I would love to share the nine principles of sustainable business and life success. I talk about them in my book, The Roadmap to Freedom. You can grab this resource and more tools to help you manage your time, increase your revenue, take action on what you know, and still be a great parent. Just text the word FREEDOM to 411321. That's freedom, F-R-E-E-D-O-M to 411321. You've got this.
Valuable periodic updates will be sent to you by afternoon. Message and data rates may apply. For help texting, call 908-588-7007. And you can always text STOP to 411-321 to stop receiving updates.